Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. episode 318 of the five-ish fangirls podcast and uh here's hoping that this week's episode isn't nearly as long as last week's <laughs> hopefully you finished listening to last yeah i was like so, maybe right? some of you are still still <laughs> trying to get through last yeah. week's yes uh, yes welcome like, what are you what do you think you are, the Snyder Cut? Yeah, really. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. So glad you could join us in in case you're, you're just finishing last week's episode. So glad you stuck around. Um, let's, <laughs> yes. let's start off like we do every week. We'll go on the virtual table and see who joined us this week. This is me and Charlie. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it was kind of funny that we did that when the Snyder Cut got released. And people are a lot like, people posting on social media is like, I'm still watching the Snyder Cut. I've been here for 12 <laughs> years. <laughs> well, you know, take a break. Take a break from that and listen to our what was it three hour long one division no, three hours and like 45 minutes oh almost so yeah almost, almost four, four hours. hours yeah it is the longest show we have ever is that done. longer than the snyder cut i haven't seen it no, the snyder, snyder cut's cut, like six hours well it's i heard four i heard four hours but close to, yeah so we were close yeah so if you can sit through the snyder cut you can sit through last week's podcast yeah. i guess i and i would like to think that our show was more entertaining than the snyder cut but that's just us so but that's just me i cannot speak to, to either one i've heard I've we were heard... talking marvel in yeah, the know. snyder cuts dc that <laughs> automatically makes it better <laughs> in my book i, I agree nothing against dc yeah. but definitely yeah. more marvel than yeah. dc yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen the original yeah. version of Justice League yet, so <laughs> I heard I heard it was an awful train wreck, and I didn't even bother. Yeah, I only watched the bits that had Wonder Woman in it. It's kind of what I'm thinking about. Like if I would go watch, I'm like, I'll just watch, and I got the gist of it, even in the bits where she's in it and other people are in it too. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I get it. I don't care. Yeah, it, I think it, it's fun to watch people on YouTube talk about it. That that's that's my oh, um, yeah. that's my entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my. Well, on that uh, note, uh, I was trying to stall because I don't want to talk about the news. Yeah, just the, uh, I don't. Yeah, news. this one. The 10 o'clock news. The 10 o'clock news. This one is, I mean, I don't know what, what your guys' uh, childhood reading habits were, but uh, yeah, the, the, I don't think the... I've ever read any of her books. <gasps> oh, Ooh, you need to. You need, you to. need to. It is I, like, it is the most sweet and wholesome and just, just happy thing. What we're talking about is the death of author Beverly Cleary, who passed away on Friday, I was actually at work at the library at, and she was at, she was 104 
which is amazing that mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. live that long. And, um, you know, and I was just sitting there when I got the news, it actually came through work email because, you know, we keep tabs on authors, what they're doing, you know, if any of them pass away. So we can be prepared for when people want to go dive in and pick up her books or pick up their books to read. But I, she is bar none, probably the author that she's probably ultimately the reason why I'm a librarian because I mean, I, I, I read when I was little, I read and read and read, I read a lot. I read a lot. And then I was in second grade. I, you know, what we had in the classroom, it was just too easy for me. And the, and what we had at home was too easy for me. And my teacher was like, you need to get her something, telling my mom, you need to get her something that will actually challenge her. When you're in second grade, you don't really read, you're kind of, depending on where you are, you don't really read big chapter books. Or that's typically, I'm saying, in ge- generally speaking, that's not really where the level your level is. So my mom took us, took me to the little small town I lived in, we had a bookmobile library, which is basically where the bookmobile stored books when it was, you know, when, when, you know, when they aren't on the bookmobile. Um, And it was in the basement of the fire department in our, in our town. And we went and she's like, oh, Beverly Cleary, you will love these, read them. And we, we checked out Mitch and Amy and Emily's Runaway Imagination. And I'm pretty sure I read Mitch and Amy first. Um, and that was, you know, advanced for a second grader. And I loved it. And I read all the Ramona stuff. And I read, and she, you know, she wrote Mouse on the Motorcycle. That was, uh, that was a big one that was like on Saturday yes. morning, after Saturday morning cartoons. There was a, a TV mm-hmm. adaptation. She wrote the book. And there's three books in the series. Uh, and Henry Huggins. And, yes. uh, and Ellen Dear Tabbitt. Dear Mr. Crenshaw. And, yes. Yeah, yeah they're, they're Mr. Henshaw was her, her Newbery winner. And some of the Ramona books were Newbery honor books. And it's just, it's about growing, those kids, it's about growing up, like Ramona is, like, she's a little sister, she's got, a, a, you know, the older sister, and they're, you know, they, the first few books, like, she goes to kindergarten, and I always remember um, that there's a girl in her class that has boing boing curls, because when my hair started going curly, I was like, I got boing boing curls, and because <laughs> then there's a scene in, the, in one of the books where Ramona's like, she wants to pull it, because she wants to see if they'll, like, boing, like, in cartoons, and she pulls her pulls the girl's hair eventually and gets in trouble. And she's like, "But I just wanted to see it go boing," and nobody gets it. Um, so there's like it's like really silly, fun little things like that. And then later in in a later book, the, uh, Ramona and her father her father loses his job, and it's really hard on the family. So it's like, yeah, there are these hot, these, these nice, fluffy, growing up stories, and then it also tackles some 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 more difficult. Uh, stuff like you know changes in your family what happens when you know your parent loses a job he starts smoking and 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 ramona tries mm-hmm. to get him to quit and yep. all these things so mm-hmm. you know when when they talk about you know kids literature oh we need to have all these tough topics so kids can can understand and know what's going on or, or you know how they could you know how to sort through their feelings uh beverly cleary she she did it like oh gosh 50 years ago she was mm-hmm. doing that stuff with with Ramona with these sweet little books that you think, oh, isn't that nice? And yep. and it's in a way that kids yes. understand, and it doesn't talk yes. down mm-hmm. to them, and it doesn't scare them. And I just I remember reading those and just like I got it, I, I understood it, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was the first. Her books were the first chapter books I ever read. I mean, she and and then I found out later that you know she 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 was a librarian at one point, but she wanted to write books that. That, you know kids because because there were a lot of kids who were like well i don't 
I don't have a book that's about me or a book that you know, was about my life. And she was, and she's like, well, that's what I will write. And she, her, her philosophy was you write what you want to see. If, you know, if there's a book that you are, that you, that you want to read that you can't find, you write it yourself. So that's what she did. Yep. And millions of kids learn to read and, and learn about life from what she wrote. And two, they were exposed to her books because PBS, I remember, did a Bees of San Ramona live action series. Oh, I never. I, I knew there I was a I can remember a movie. watching those. Okay. See, I, I know there was a movie. I had read the books remember. first, so, and then yeah. I had seen the. I know they you might have a, to see if they're on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew they had done a, a theatrical movie with um, Selena Gomez some, yeah. some years oh. ago. I never saw it because I was just like. Oh, don't don't do that. Don't do that to Ramona. But I didn't know that there was. Let's mm-hmm. see. I, I remember thought... a couple of Christmas ago, my uh-huh. sister's um, my sister's boyfriend's daughter got like a bunch of the Ramona books for Christmas, uh-huh. and my sister and I were like freaking out, like, "Oh my goodness, we love those books when we were kids." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. They yeah the the old ones I see like there's this one mystery meal squeaker foot they're mm-hmm. it's, it's Ramona 1988 they're on YouTube those older oh, ones oh good a few oh, of God. them not I, I don't see too many but I only see oh this this playlist has ten in there I don't even have Clickitat Street oh, I love it that that's the street and I I always love that word Clickitat that was the name of the street that they lived on that was uh, an actual street yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I didn't see it was on PBS before I was born. Yeah, I never never knew that this was a thing, but they were on when I was three. So I was like, yeah. But, you know, if so, if you haven't read any Beverly Cleary or if it's been a while since you've read some, go to your local library or even order them on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sitting here going like, "All all the books I read my mom has them and i guess they were kind of all of ours so i'm like i should just get my own so that's mm-hmm. my that's my new uh wish list thing is i put all the beverly cleary books on and th- then i went to walmart the other day and i found uh Beezus and ramona and ramona the pest oh, <laughs> and nice. I, ramona the pest was the first ramona book i read i was like oh i'm so happy to find that one so anyway beverly cleary rest in peace thank you thank you for our mm-hmm. literary childhoods because holy cow what would we have done Yes. Without you. And a hundred I missed out. No, you didn't. You can, you can you can start out you can start now. Oh I know. I was just saying I I, the, I don't have the the, the childhood <laughs> well, fondest memories. I didn't own a lot of books when I was a kid. The only books I remember reading as a kid was the Babysitters Club. So those were good too. I read those. I after I cleared out Ramona stuff. I was like, "Oh, Babysitters Club. What's this about?" Because yeah. <laughs> they were at the Bookmobile Library too. They weren't. There weren't a lot of books there, but what they did have was, you know, pretty cool. Yeah. So. So yeah. So I'm yeah, like 104. That's that's yeah. that's goals. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And uh, oh, and her and just just as a as a heads up on her her birthday is April 12th, and that mm-hmm. is. Uh, known as Deer Day, which stands for Drop Everything and Read. So, oh, cool. Uh, I'm like, I think I'm like, I, I'm already planning. I'm going to do something at the library for that. Although we already put up a little display. Um, I saw that. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, because we because we got the news. It was like the end of the day on Friday uh, when we were about to close up, and what the, the other children's librarian was like, "I put I made this sign. We need to put up a little display." I'm like, "Yes, we do." And so we were like, you know, going around finding all our books and putting them up on the little pop up display by the circ desk. I'm like, ah, oh, that was sweet. Yes. And the funny thing is, this year, um, we uh, our, one of the Beehive Award nominees is actually a picture book that's a biography of her. Oh, so, nice. So, you know, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm going to have to check out this Ramona show later. That, <laughs> yeah, was was so, that was, that was I, I, I did miss that one, but I. If there's a playlist or something, we'll, we can put a link to it in the yeah. show notes. Yeah, it's. This it's was a just the right age because that was about like nine or ten. So it just. <laughs> Hello! Yep. Yeah. yeah here's the playlist i'll put it in our thing and we'll link to it in okay. um in the show notes so there's there it is cool all right well let's move on to other news uh well <laughs> speaking of the dc universe we got a new trailer for uh suicide squad oh we did Yes. I yes. I didn't even know that wasn't on my I'm radar. I'm looking at. It. I saw. I saw bits of it, and there's like Idris Elba's in it, and Peter Capaldi's in it, and I'm like, do you guys? Ha- do you guys owe somebody money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Idris, you you're in the wrong. It, it. I mean, it looks. Yeah, I saw the first Suicide Squad movie. I've I've seen all the stuff that Harley Quinn is in. Uh, so I saw Birds of Prey too. Um, so. Yeah, I liked the first Suicide Side Squad movie for all its downfalls because it was mm-hmm. like, yay, you know, some characters with really funky personalities and there's color and all sorts of things. You know, it's not Batman versus Superman and <laughs> all the right. you know, darkness that we've come to expect from the, the DC universe. Um, so this... And Will Smith playing a little bit of a different role. Yeah. Yeah, which he's he's not in this one um, at all. Uh, but I mean, this is it's a it's not a remake. It seems to be kind of picking up kind of where the last one left off. I think maybe and it may be picking up after Birds of Prey too, where Harley Quinn is like, you know, forget the Joker. I'm gonna go do my thing. Um, but there's still like the concept of the Suicide Squad is still like intact where they are they're all criminals and therefore um if they go do these gigs you know these missions on behalf of whoever you know the government some shady organization whatever and they survive then time gets cut shaved off of their sentence um but there's safe guards in place that if they decide to like screw this i'm gonna make a run for it there's there's safeguards in place if you've not seen the first one i won't spoil it um although it gets mentioned in this trailer so if you watch the trailer you know what i'm talking about um so it's kind of a i think it is going to be some more of a soft reboot slash sequel-esque to the first one um but you could definitely tell that this is james gunn doing it because it's 
kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, but for the DC universe. It's just got James Gunn's fingerprints all over it, which makes me excited for it. So, because I think he's a great director. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be. I'm I'm excited to see it and what he's done with it. And um, you know, like I said, I I like Margot Robbie as, as Harley Quinn and seeing Peter Capaldi in <laughs> this. Just he looks so so weird so uh it, i think it should be fun but i know it's not everybody's cup of tea and you know i dog on the the dc universe because some of it's crap in my opinion but not all of it <laughs> uh it's it's very it's very hit and miss you can tell that they're it's... trying to to um play catch up with marvel and it's painfully obvious that's what's happening although there are there are some gems like uh, wonder woman and uh, shazam i really uh, shazam was great yes yeah but i like it, it's zachary levi so how can you not love it yeah. <laughs> yeah so but uh yeah you can go go watch the trailer if you want it's a red band trailer just be aware it's not suitable for all audiences so pay attention to who may be around you when you're watching it yes. uh so uh so it's gonna be rated all when it comes out oh yes oh, oh most definitely <laughs> almost certainly yep yeah they're violent they're very violent yeah <laughs> which the sad thing is i think i can't remember if it was arrow or flash probably arrow they actually were gonna set up a suicide squad in their in their show yes which was, and then you know, then the then the movie got greenlit, so they had to put the kibosh on that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think I remember them dealing a little bit with Suicide Squad in the in the show. Mm-hmm. So I remember like seeing like it, when I watched, um, well, some of what I've seen of Suicide Squad, I haven't seen the full movie yet, but like I like I recognize that name from Arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, going from, uh, DC to Marvel in the MCU, uh, again, hopefully you've been writing stuff in your calendars and pencil kids, because once again, Black (laughs) Widow has moved. I feel so bad. Yeah. It moved. Yeah. It should have been, what, twice already? It should have been... Oh, more yes. than that, yeah. Because it, yeah, because it was it was supposed to come out last May or June. Oh, right, right. And then it got moved to August, and then to fall. Yeah. And then postponed indefinitely. Then it was this May, right? No, it was supposed to be March. March, March. And then it went to May ish, thereabouts. And now she is supposed to be released on July 9th. Oh, good grief. Yes. <laughs> but she is now getting a simultaneous release on both theaters and Disney Plus. That I kind of I kind of figured yeah. that was going to be the case cuz it was yeah, like after after uh-huh. Wonder Woman did it and what was the other one? There was some others. There was a bunch of other ones. I yeah. guess Soul. Yeah. But that one's it's a Pixar one so it's a little different. But yeah, yeah Ryan were, the Last Dragon. Yeah. Right. Mulan. Mulan. Yeah, yeah. It was like they were just trying to hold on to a, a Black Widow. It's like maybe, maybe, maybe. No, no. Yeah, not happening. 
Yeah. And it's, it's the first movie, MCU movie, in what, two years? Close mm. to it. Yeah. yeah. It, what was the when, last when one? When it comes it? out, it's going to be two years because the last one was um, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's our home. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like when it comes out, it'll be two years since we've had a MCU movie. Yep. Yeah, so, but I think this date is going to stick. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they when they finally Thanks. say, okay, it's, you know, Disney Plus, it's getting the Disney Plus release, I think they're they're going to, yeah. I am going yeah. to see it in the theater, because yeah. I am a purist like that when it comes to the MCU. Yes. I'm, but that is me. I'm 50-50. <laughs> Depending on how things are, uh, where I'm at, where I'm living, yeah. I'll have my second dose Yes, I, I'm, if, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my first, first Fauci ouchy on Friday as we're recording this. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, so I should be fully be, vaccinated well in time for that. <laughs> I, I need to. I, I my problem is, is where I live is I, none right. of like the big ones are near me and all the little ones all closed. Yeah, the clothes. Right. Yeah, the smaller theaters have not survived. So yeah, there's a lot. To, yeah, you really need a big chain, and even then, not even the big chains. Not all of them have survived because, like, I've got both yeah. an AMC and a. I can't it, think of the other. Was it Regal? Regal, Regal. yeah, and Re- the Regal one has just got regal's just gone under so the regal yeah. one yeah. never reopened the amc thankfully has um so and they're still doing you know five dollar tuesdays which is nice yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i i i haven't heard what our local it's like it's a local chain quote unquote it's the megaplex but it, it's yeah. kind of a big one i think they're still there i think they're still kicking but i haven't been to it since and uh yeah you know well, the nice thing is, is if you're in a, you know, a large enough city with one of those bigger chains is you probably have access to things like online ticket ordering and it shows you they they, mm-hmm. they can put in the, like the social distancing in yeah. the app. So like, you know, this theater is this many rows and this many seats. These rows cannot be sold at all, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that's what our megaplex does they they like you pick a seat and okay okay this is all blocked off around you yeah but yeah just nice so yeah so july 9th is when black widow is now supposed to be released which is actually popcorn weekend so not the first time that there'll be a new marvel movie <laughs> released popcorn <laughs> weekend <laughs> we have the first spider-man popcorn weekend so that is fine with me. Yep. Um, and then um, the, that means that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has been moved to September 3rd, which is Labor Day weekend. So. Hmm. The uh, magical uh, musical chairs, movie musical chairs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have we, all the dates. Yeah. Uh, set aside so they're just like well, yeah, well see, marvel's got those blocked out for like mm-hmm. the next five years it's just a matter mm-hmm. of taking, what goes taking yeah, what, each movie and just moving it over to the next spot. what what goes in which spot yeah yeah so Did they say why it was moved? is it specifically for because of doing the final class with um disney plus or is 
was another reason. Um, I think they're just. I think it's just a uh, caution. Yeah, because uh, because the because it was supposed to be May, mm-hmm. which now that you know we're now you know April is three days from now as we're recording this. Um, so and uh, even though uh several states mm-hmm. every every state seems to be going at a different pace as far as yeah vaccines and yeah opening yeah, and like, stuff so i think they're just pushing it to when it's more likely that most of the majority of people that want to get vaccinated will have been vaccinated mm-hmm. and yeah but like here like i could get it or or i could you know get in line for an appointment but there's been such a rush that i am like i'm like i'm going to wait until the rush kind of fades away like jared mm-hmm. jared needs to get it before i do quite honestly um so I'm like, okay, people, go get it, and then yeah. I will, I will wait until yeah. the people the, the, like, the really, is really over. need it. Please go ahead of me. I, I yeah. can wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of that's kind of where I am right now. It's, yeah, that's so that's so. the way I've been too. Even though I technically could have, since I do work in education, technically, mm-hmm. I could have gotten it ages ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just waited because I just you know it's like let the people that really really need it. Yeah, with medical conditions and older age ranges and stuff Mm -hmm. get theirs but now indiana is actually it's going to be open to everybody 16 and up starting yeah we're so yeah that that's that's what ours is but they've said oh you can already get in get in appointments and stuff and i actually have a co-worker who she's going to have a baby next month and she's like i want to get it before i go in to have my baby and i'm like yeah i'm waiting like for people like you because Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will be okay mm-hmm. until yeah, until I can get it. So you and the baby I... take tap priority. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So I think technically I'm not eligible. Like I think Pennsylvania right now is still like at risk type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think that's why Disney has and not just Disney. I mean we're mm-hmm. obviously focusing specifically on Disney and the MCU because that's one of our tentpole mm-hmm. fandoms and we like to keep tabs on what's going on but it's they're, they're, they're not they're not unique in this situation mm-hmm. there are yeah. lots of other movies that have been moved and moved and moved and stuff mm-hmm. has been shifted around from other you yeah. know, studios but but it also feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel yes mm-hmm. you know, this this time last year we're just like i don't know what's gonna happen yeah and now we're like okay there's you know there there's some you know we're gonna we're gonna start to see stuff happening and i mean it's too late for some places and some things which i really i it really makes me sick that that's what's happened but i mean what do you do yeah honestly it's like just hold on just a little longer natasha we'll get there yeah (laughs) meanwhile at the gym the they they've got tv set up and they're on predetermined channels but apparently tnt uh the last couple of days they've been playing uh infinity war and endgame back to back i have endgame on mute right now as we speak yeah so i was i was ca- i was ca- i was catching the end i say end. it's a three you know it's three hours long of mm-hmm. infinity war <laughs> so i i was you know doing my exercise on the you know treadmill do it you know do my own thing on my phone which helps keep me uh 
from watching the counter on the machine going, am I done yet? Uh, but every time, every, every now and then I'd look up and I'd be like, ah! you know, yeah. As, but as you know, Thanos' uh, army comes bailing into, into Wakanda <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, this isn't going to end well. No. Uh, well, and you know what? And I, I just, you know, talking about lengths of movies, it's like, they kind of earned that three hours. Well, <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, it's just like, yeah, let's play these on, on TV just to remind people. It's like, these were a thing. You remember? <laughs> yes. yes. Movie, is- movie theaters going outside and going, you know, going outside to do fun things mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. having to yeah. muzzle yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Not that uh, long ago, even. Yeah. So yeah. I will uh, I will once again adjust my calendar accordingly in <laughs> pencil. Ugh. Right. Yeah. So meanwhile, also in the House of Mouse, um, no need to write anything in the calendar quite yet because we don't have dates, but... Um, we did get uh, an announcement uh, with the full cast list for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that will be coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Can I just say, it's about blanking time we got right? <laughs> I know. They it teased like- and... Well, and well, you and McGregor has not been any help posting pictures of him getting back in Jedi mode. No, right? he hasn't. Right. Has <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm I'm talking about like since Disney bought Star Wars, I'm like Obi Wan movie or thing. That please you. come yes. on, come on. Yes. What are you yeah. doing? Right. Yeah. So I think they wanted something strictly Obi Wan since like the prequels. The prequels. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, like, yes. Uh, you and McGregor, yes, you. Can we have more of you, please? Yes. yes. Thank you. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I so, yes. yeah, we, uh, they, they've given us a nice image with headshots. No idea who any of these people are playing other than uh, the two obvious ones, you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Everyone which, else, no idea. I don't care. Which, which the announcement specifically yes. says, Hayden Christensen is playing Darth Vader, not yes. Anakin. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. I, I kind of like that. I do like that touch. Yeah. Yeah. They are supposed to start filming next month, um, and um, it is actually being directed by Deborah Chow, who director directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Nice. And they are actually going to be using a lot of the same technology. That they have used awesome. for the Mandalorian, like the the, the nice. set with the projection to you for backgrounds and stuff. So, which is well, that about, they should. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I'm well, like it and, works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know yeah. it works. Star Wars. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Although, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to pick up your entire cast and crew and head out to Tunisia mm-hmm. to do this. You just, you know, do it in an air conditioned yeah. set. <laughs> you don't have to worry about sandstorms and excessive heat warnings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, but yeah, that is that is really good to hear that uh, Obi Wan is cast, fully cast, and on schedule to start filming, and they've got uh, some good people in charge. So yes, I'm excited to find out like what 
like I watch anything with Obi Wan, but I'm excited to see like, what the story is gonna be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like since since the beginning, like I love like Yoda and Obi Wan are my. I Same. can't tell. I can't tell you who my favorite characters, which which one my favorite is in Star Wars, but it's it's one of those two. Yeah. And then Han Solo I, is is a, a third. Not too distant. For me, Obi Wan is just a little bit higher than Yoda for me. But it it changes depending on my mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you, I would say it depends on who's on scene. Or that too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so. Because I'm walk, walking my way through Clone Wars right now, so I'm like, yay. No, we want, I love Obi Wan in Clone Wars. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Alright, well that is it for the news. So we will go on to feedback. So we got some feedback from Shalane all about WandaVision. And in fact her subject line for her email was it was Agatha all along. <laughs> Thank you for the earworm again, Shalane. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Shalane says she too loved WandaVision, yeah, as we all did, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she too loves uh, sitcoms like Full House and Boy Meets World and Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Family Matters, and I love Lucy. So. Um, all good choices. Yes. Um. Uh, she mentions that uh, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, Wanda's and uh, Quicksilver, you know, because we we got Fiatro. Uh, <laughs> but uh, our OG <laughs> proper <laughs> Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, he and Elizabeth Olsen were actually in a movie together before they did Age of Ultron. Uh, they were in the 2014 Godzilla, where they played a husband and wife, apparently. <laughs> oh. oh my. Interesting. Awkward. Yeah. Well, when you're an actor. You that act- is true. There has been like multiple times where like, they would play one like siblings and then maybe yeah. marry the next time. Yeah. Um, she also says she loved the opening intros and the music to WandaVision and she pointed out something that I did not connect but yes, both WandaVision and the final seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had retro openings to them. That they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can remember that. Yeah, because we all went bonkers for the '80s um, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. But yes, that's that's that's, that's I love that. Yeah, good job, Marvel. Um, yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch Agents of Shield. Yeah, oh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh. FYI, Disney Plus, please put on streaming. Yes. Oh yeah, it's like, why isn't like is? I don't. I. I don't know. If, is it? Is it still on Netflix? Because that's like the only thing I can think of is like if it's on. Because if it because it, it was on, on Hulu, but Disney owns Hulu, so that shouldn't that wouldn't have been an issue. Hmm. Yeah. There's no, I know it's, it's on um, Disney Plus in like other countries because 
I've seen people talk about it. Yeah. But, well, and apparently there has been there's been issues with them not just streaming, but just getting DVDs out for this the seasons. There hasn't they have not released like the last two or three seasons on DVD. Yeah, there's like a there's like an issue on Netflix. Yeah, there's a there's some sort of issue with Agent Shield, and I don't understand. Yeah, it's Hydra's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just blame it on Hydra. Did they ever get Agent Carter on DVD? Now that I think about it, um, I have no idea. I have the first season on DVD, and then I tracked down an Australian Blu-ray version of the. Of both seasons, hmm. and have those. Okay. And those, at least the Australian versions, those were region free. So oh, it worked nice. with my Blu-ray player, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like it might not work. I'm just like, well, knowing the comp, knowing the company that it came from, and I have some other regular DVD Australian sets from this production company. I'm just like, I know I'm in good hands. <laughs> Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to you know. So yeah, it's a it's it's a weird thing with both Agents of Shield and Agent Carter. I don't know. Whoa, nobody seems to know exactly what the issue is as mm-hmm. far as DVDs and streaming. So yeah, somebody yeah. who gets paid way more money than me can figure mm-hmm. that out. Yes. It's like I would like to pay you guys money for these things. Why don't you mm-hmm. make them available? Yeah. So who knows? Right. Maybe once Netflix's streaming deal with Agents of Shield is done, maybe it'll it will move over to Disney Plus. Fingers yeah, that crossed. that's that that was my first thought because there was a bunch of things when Disney Plus first launched that they were still yeah. tied up over on Netflix, yeah. so they were waiting mm-hmm. for those contracts to expire. But yeah, who knows? Watch the space. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she and she also brings up an Easter egg that we did not bring up is um, any. It's not in every episode, but there's several episodes where they are in uh, out in town and the movie theater. Oh, the right. Movies would yeah. change. Yes. The titles would change, and the yeah. movies would somewhat reflect what's happening in that particular episode, like the plots of the movies and at one point there's the parent trap in the incredibles yeah yeah <laughs> and when, the, when they have the big showdown uh mm-hmm. against uh mm-hmm. agent dickless oh, Dick face oh, yeah. and yeah. uh agatha and all that and the, the at one point you've got wanda vision and the boys and it looks very much like the Incredibles family when they've banded together and they're like, you know, posing, getting yeah. ready to fight. Mm-hmm. So, see, see, I saw that and that was uh, that was what clued me into what era of TV that was supposed to be because, like, after the eighties, nineties, I kind of lost track. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Incredibles came out in two thousand four. That's when this is set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but didn't Parent Trap come out in? Well, there was two versions of Parent Trap. Yeah, I was yeah. the remake. <laughs> The remake, I guess, would have been the I think around the same time, like maybe not the same oh. year, but in that in that. No, nah, I think it was more nineties because it was, was when it? Lindsay okay. Lohan was young and hadn't gone off the road. Uh, Ninety eight. So okay, oh, okay. Yeah. well then I guess I was off. Yeah. But I just saw Incredibles, like oh I know when that came out. It came out in two thousand four. Okay, yeah. I know where mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> and well, that was I know that movie now. When that movie came out now? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was one Easter egg that the the constantly changing 
titles era appropriate titles on the movie theater was one that there were so many easter eggs there was no way we could mention all of them <laughs> uh, I, I mean i mean i'm sure there's a website that that enumerates all of them somewhere there's, so, just, uh, there's videos or I, videos even yeah youtubers saying and there's this and there's this so you know scour the interwebs we we highlighted what we could do what, what we what we found um but if you want us to highlight one send us feedback like shalane yes. did Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then she had a question, and I'm not sure if I can answer the, if I have the knowledge to to answer this. Um, but she had a question about TVs, especially sitcoms being filmed in front of a live studio audience, because when she watches shows, um, that you know, like. They have the laugh family track. matters and stuff mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like yeah she's like i just hear the same cheering and laughter in every no. okay but this, i know this... most of those yeah. friday night ones were in front of a live studio yeah. audience in fact when they did fuller house um they made a big deal about how hey we've got it we've got a studio audience here you know they're they're watching and they would show it like like candace cameron beret would put um pictures up on instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. this is this is as i understand it so back in like the you know the dick van dyke era and those older ones they would have some of those would have live audience not all of them i think or i don't know it was but then they um so when you have a, a studio audience and the same thing this is this applies to like game shows as well um because you know you have you have an audience and they're a little they're not they they, they don't follow the script there's always going to be somebody yeah. you know mm-hmm. calling you know being kind of a dork and cat calling or whatever so yes while they you know film it in front of an audience and that actually helps the actors as yes. i understand it um they will take out the sound um from mm-hmm. from the, what they're doing whatever it is they're doing and then put in the canned laugh track so yes, it yep. is filmed in front of a studio audience, but because the because the sound that you get from them is so unpredictable, they have to take that out and put in. Oh yeah, this is where they they, they were laughing, but we don't want to risk you know someone yelling the f word and you know getting right. us getting us in trouble with the FCC or something like that. Yeah, right. So that or if the audience doesn't laugh hard enough, it when or they yeah, think that, a that joke yeah. serves a stronger laugh or something. Yes. Yeah, so they can they can kind of, and that's as I understand it. I'm sure there's somebody who's like studied this or you know studied the history of, of television and film and stuff who can really go in in depth. But that's like my cursory Wikipedia YouTube documentary knowledge. Yeah. Of, of, of yeah. the subject. Yeah. So. So yes, they were filmed in front of audiences. Yes, the the canned laugh track is the same, and yeah. both can be true. Yeah, the live uh, yeah the live audience is really there for the actors to feed off of that energy, mm-hmm. and it's also the uh, writers and stuff opportunity to, to see if jokes land or not. Yes, mm-hmm. and they can do rewrites like right there and then and yeah. a scene may be changed and filmed again yeah so it's not like so if you're in that audience it's not like watching a play um where you know they just go all the way through and they're done they still like do different takes and they you know do edits or, or different things so you're watching them perform it but you may watch them perform it several times before right. they get the they might blow they a line and they have to reset that too 
Yeah, yeah like I I've watched a lot of bloopers of like those um film and I'm like, I wonder how that would be for like the audience watching yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes they'll have the audience there for dress rehearsals, not just yeah. filming. So it gives them a chance to try out material and see if stuff's mm-hmm. actually funny and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, because even Saturday Night Live is not really live. <laughs> yeah, I always, yeah. I always, always like, I don't think this is live, guys. No. <laughs> when I when I was little and I didn't know any better, and now I'm like, okay, yeah, no, they, they, yeah, they actually do their show twice. I believe, um, and they will change things between the the, the first go round. Because they use that first one kind of as a dress rehearsal, make sure costume changes work in time and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But yeah, they will they will change jokes in in between the the first and second. The second time around is when they actually film it, and that's what we see gets aired at later in the evening on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, the, the laugh track can be annoying sometimes, especially when mm-hmm. it sounds exactly the same in every right. single show. Yeah, well, I, I even totally get the frustration at hearing the same mm-hmm. laughs over and over. Yeah, or, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're laughing so hard and you're like, I didn't think that was that funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can remember watching a, doc- a little bit of a documentary with MASH with some of the comedy. They had to be so careful with the laugh track. To not go so hard because you might have a dramatic scene and then have a joke and you don't want to go overboard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That fine was... line between. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and then the, then they ha- well they they do have variations of it. There's like you know one where you can hear you can quote unquote hear somebody like having a really obnoxious laugh about something and you're like oh gosh that was a little too much guys pull it back (laughs) so it's not a bad thing it's just kind of like yeah Uh, anyway so there's there's all you never wanted to know about sitcoms and laugh tracks yes (laughs) not that we're experts but there it is (laughs) hopefully that at least answered your question at least yes. a little bit, actually. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, we so, try. Yep, yep. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for your the feedback and the question. So, we uh, appreciate that very much. You know, we love reading. But sometimes it's hard to find time to physically sit down with a book, which is why the Five-ish Fangirls has proudly partnered with Audible. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs. Whatever makes you squee, there's a perfect listen for you. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals. Whether you're adventuring through time and space, running from dinosaurs, or capturing ghosts, With the free app, audiobooks go where you go. You can download titles and listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Even if you switch devices, you'll never lose your place. And right now, Five-ish Fangirls listeners can sign up for a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's 30 days to check out not only their huge collection of audiobooks, but also podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. 
So continue the joy of reading with Audible. Don't see a title that trips your trigger one month? No problem. Your credit will roll over to the next month, and you can quit any time and keep the books you've acquired forever. For more details and to sign up for your free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. And now, back to the podcast. And uh, we will move on to this week's main topic. I know it hasn't been too long since we last did this, but uh, considering how long last week's show was, (laughs) we kind of wanted to scale back just a little bit. Yeah. And... uh, Go ahead. Give and... your give your podcast app a a, a reprieve. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the the this, these uh, episodes tend to not go too long. <laughs> it depends on whose name and, you're on. And honestly, and now watch we get one that yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like this person's been acting for fifty thousand years. They and, are a, and they, they are a vampire. Love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And they do, yeah, they're in everything, and we love everything they've ever done, and and you know this is this one's actually kind of fun because you know we don't we don't do any prep, we just say, okay, here's the name, and off the top of your head, now we do look up on Wikipedia because we're not that hardcore, yeah, but it's like kind of like, okay, what have they been in? What have I seen this person in and and stuff so it is it is kind of fun for us too, so hopefully it's fun for our listeners, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) okay then so names Uh, out of a hat guys let's go so and rachel gets to quiz us on yeah how how well you know your celebrities Uh, (laughs) yeah well and as soon as we say we i think we may have jinxed ourselves uh Uh (laughs) actually Started. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we're okay. Uh, Did we just have one tonight? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Re- remember, it is a school night, and and at least one of us has a has a three year old that has to go to preschool in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, this person, American. Okay. Born July 9th nineteen fifty six. Okay. Both has done a lot, both in comedy and drama. Um, had, their films have grossed more than $4.9 billion in North America alone and almost $10 billion wow. worldwide, uh, making him the fourth highest grossing actor in North America. Um, he has two Academy Awards for Best Actor. Um, he is a, oh my goodness. Yeah, two Academy Awards out of six nominations, seven Primetime Emmy Awards, uh, Tony Award nomination, uh, AFI Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, Kennedy Center Honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, <laughs> the French Legion of Honor, 
Hmm. Um, I think uh, I may have I, an idea. I, I think I, I do too. It is. is it Tom Hanks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. AKA yeah. America's dad. Yes. <laughs> Started out in bosom buddies. Yep. Maybe career launched. Yes. I know Andy's excited about Buzz, but you know, he'll always have a special place for you. Yeah, like the attic. <laughs> All right, that's it. Mm. Unidirectional bonding strip. Mr. Lightyear wants more tea. Mm -hmm. Listen, Light Snack, you stay away from Andy. He's mine, and no one is taking him away from me. What are you talking about? Where's that bonding strip? And another thing, stop with this spaceman thing. It's getting on my nerves. Are you saying you want to lodge a complaint with Star Command? Oh, okay. Ooh, well, so you want to do it the hard way, huh? Don't even think about it, cowboy. Oh, yeah? Tough guy? The air isn't toxic. How dare you open a spaceman's helmet on an uncharted planet? My eyeballs could have been sucked from their sockets. You actually think you're the Buzz Lightyear? Oh, all this time I thought it was an act. Hey, guys, look! It's the real Buzz Lightyear! You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. Buzz, look, an alien! Where? He's been oh, active he since 1977. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Thomas Jeffrey Hanks, born in Concord, California, to hospital worker Janet and uh, Cook Amos. Um, though his mother was of Portuguese descent, um, and his father has English ancestry. Um, he has uh, three... Uh, uh, he's got three siblings, uh, two older siblings, uh, Sandra, uh, who is a writer, Larry, who is uh, an ent entomology professor at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, and then Tom, um, and then a younger brother, Jim, who has also gone on to be an actor and filmmaker. Um, so... Yeah, but he, so, yeah. yeah, he, uh, he studied theater in college, uh, um, and, um, <laughs> he apparently likes, uh, in an, in a 2001 interview with sportscaster Bob Costas, he asked Hanks whether he would rather have an Oscar or a Heisman trophy. Apparently, Hanks said he would rather win a Heisman by playing halfback for the California Golden Bears. Hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things. It's like, okay, I've done all the acting and stuff. You know, what's something you never really got to do? Yeah. And it's, you know, sports. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he... he 
uh, yeah, he went to uh, study theater at uh, Chabot College and then transferred to California State University, Sacramento, um, but uh, apparently never really finished. <laughs> so in actually 2010, Time Magazine, he was named one of the top 10 college dropouts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So, so, where do you start with his? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, given that I have that uh, the aforementioned three-year-old is one of his favorite movies is Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Woody, Sheriff Woody. Yeah. Um, yep. The voice. Like, of, uh, I'm pretty positive that's the first thing I've ever. Yeah, I, and honestly, because Turner you know, and Gooch. Yes, that. Uh, that, one, that I remember. Yeah, I, I say, remember. If you're if you're talking film, mm-hmm. um, probably the one that most people recognize him from first is Splash. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah, which one. was a huge hit um, because it was the first film. It, I mean, it was a big hit, but it was also the first, it's notable for being the first film released by Touchstone Pictures, which was a Disney offshoot label for them to release, yeah. you know, more not cartoony, yeah, family friendly fare. More grown right. up type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, um, but he actually, um, is uh one of his uh first like credited roles um was actually in a tv movie well he was he did bosom buddies but um Mm -hmm. he also did a tv movie called mazes and monsters Huh. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I know what this is. <laughs> is I have not seen to do it. With Dungeons and Dragons? It is. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, it is. Okay. It's the so, height of the D and D. Oh my gosh! Like the the, 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 satan, the, the satanic, satanic panic. panic. Yes. So every like people in the eighties, they were just so they thought that if you played D and D, you were like worshiping Satan because you know you're casting spells and everything. It's not you know they didn't. They, they never like talked about it's just pretend. I'm guessing that's going to be kind of like yeah. So it's it's a yeah. It, I mean I mean people who played D and D back then they like talk about it and like I survived the satanic panic of 1980 yeah. or whatever. And and so this this movie Mazes and Monsters that was like showing how horrible that yeah. uh, well it was adapted know, from a novel. Yes. Goes by the same name. The novel was based on a bunch of newspaper stories that turned out to be extremely inaccurate <laughs> about yeah, the surprise. disappearance of this student named J- James Dallas Egbert III, who disappeared from Michigan State University. <laughs> and all the media accounts overemphasize the fact that he was into RPGs and especially Dungeons and Dragons, and that may have been a factor into his disappearance. <laughs> Oh, yeah it's it's yeah it is and it is like way over the top i've seen i haven't seen it all the way through but i've seen like scenes because jared's shown it to me i think jared actually owns a copy just because or maybe or no it might be something else i don't know but i but it's like you know if you're into dungeons and dragons you look you watch it to laugh at it yeah 
and it is yeah just, it, it is, is ridiculous it's, it is over the top ridiculous yeah. if you've yeah. heard of jack chick it's kind of in that same you know he you know jack chick was a, a pastor who was he, he would he would put out these little comic strips about the same thing of oh you know i'm playing i'm playing dungeons and dragons so now i have to start worshiping satan and like and like in, mm-hmm. in the in the matter of like two, two or three panels they go from oh i'm interested in this game to you know drawing pentacles in the yeah. in, or in the basement yeah that's just it is it is so ridiculously over yeah. the top if you want to yeah. see it um it is available um for streaming with ads uh via the roku channel voodoo Tubi. um i don't know what this is uh film rise and flicks fling so mst3k it it's just yeah like it's been covered um i believe i believe that uh you're gonna love this or not has done it um i don't remember i think uh cults and cavalcade covered it too during their run so if you'd rather just listen to somebody else talk about it you could do that too yeah, and I'm sure there's. We may have YouTubers. to watch it and review it at some point, though, especially now that we've all played D and D. Yeah, and and you know, and I'll we'll, I'll get Jared uh, if we do that. I'll get Jared on the episode. We'll we'll figure out a way to do that because holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I can sit here and, and giggle and laugh about it, but you know, Jared will. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be so entertaining if yeah. we ever talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then there was like that. Uh, Bosom Buddies was like his first like tv series role where with peter scolari <laughs> yes where they <laughs> they were two men two single men who can't find a place to live that they can afford so they end up going like some like it hot and dressing as women to go live mm-hmm. in like a women's only like dormitory like, apartment or building, boarding house or something a boarding yeah. house <laughs> and crazy shenanigans ensue because you know they're surrounded by a bunch of women and they think they're women and you know they think some of the women are pretty and they can't do anything about it <laughs> you know so yeah i've never seen it now i can't it sounds like a- i'm sure it's- you've seen images from it <laughs> it's interesting probably the opening theme song was redone but it's billy joel's it's my life mm. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Some of the other ones. Uh, a league of their own. If yes. You, uh, about the the girl. Yes. The, the the There's no crying in baseball. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. Uh, let's see. Sleepless in Seattle. That's a classic. Uh, Forrest Gump. And I didn't of realize course. Apollo 13 and Toy Story came out the same year, yeah. but I they did. Huh. You've got mail. <laughs> yep, you've got mail. Uh, that thing you do. Oh my oh, gosh! Yes. Oh yes. You will be humming yes. that. Watch it. It is yeah. just awesome. And, and, and be Hanks prepared. Help music. Yeah, and be prepared to be humming the song for like yes. after you mm-hmm. watched it. But it's yes. a fun, it's a fun one. Yep. Yes. Every time. Hey, Wolfman, thank you very much. You're a good man, Scott Pell. Give me a call later on the week. We'll do something. I can't believe this. The wonders are in breach of contract. 
sorry. I'm really sorry, Mr. White. Well, don't worry. No one's going to prison, son. It's a very common tale. Well, maybe for you, but I was in a band and we still have a hit record. Yeah, you do. One hit wonders. It's a very common tale. My first time in a real recording studio. You want to hang around for a while? Okay by me. But you're out of the hotel this afternoon. Can't help that. You know, Guy, Horace was right about you. You are the smart one. Lenny is the fool. Jimmy is the talent. Faye is... Well, Faye is special, isn't she? And you are the smart one. That's what I think, anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but Philadelphia and Forrest Gump got him those back-to-back mm-hmm. Best Actor Oscars because he won for Philadelphia and for Forrest Gump, and we will be covering Forrest Gump on uh, Gold Standard eventually. We got a long ways to go before we get to 1994, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, Forrest Gump. Not even it's, it's one that I'm like, I, I, like, I watched it when I was young, and I was like, oh, like, he's seeing all these historical things and like my dad um we would talk about his history because my dad is a history junkie yeah um and so like I, like oh i you know i know what that is i know what that is then i got older and then i realized like what jenny was doing and mm-hmm. and all that like oh I, why did my yeah. dad let me watch this with him mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i yeah. was like 10 we'll be covering him again when we do saving private ryan in 1998 mm-hmm. uh yeah. so. good one too Forrest Gump. Now, can you believe it? After only five years of playing football, I got a college degree. Congratulations, son. Mama was so proud. Forrest, I'm so proud of you. Here, I'll hold this for you. Congratulations, son. Have you given any thought to your future? Thought? Hello, I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. Nobody gives a husky shit who you are, Pussball! You're not even a low life scum sucking maggot! Get your faggoty ass on the bus, you're in the army now! Saints, take it. Take it. At first, it seemed like I made a mistake, seeing how it was only my induction day and I was already getting yelled at. Sit down if you want to. I didn't know who I might meet or what they might ask. You ever been on a real shrimp boat? No, but I've been on a real big boat. I'm talking about a shrimp catching boat. I've been working on shrimp boats all my life. I started out on my uncle's boat, that's my mama's brother, when I was about maybe nine. I was just looking into buying a boat of my own and got drafted. My given name is Benjamin Buford Blue. People call me Bubba. Just like one of them old redneck boys. Can you believe that? My name's Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. 
So Bubba was from Biolabattery, Alabama, and his mama cooked shrimp. And her mama before her cooked shrimp. And her mama before her mama cooked shrimp, too. Bubba's family knew everything there was to know about the shrimping business. I know everything there is to know about the shrimping business. Matter of fact, I'm going into the shrimping business for myself after I get out the army. Yeah, I and mean, he, the thing that he, yeah, he's done just, you know, things from rom-coms, you know, like Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail and you know, other movies like that um, to, you know, you, uh, you know, that thing you do, which is, you know, fun, uh, kind of campy to very serious movies like Apollo 13 and mm-hmm. Philadelphia mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and he just, he's, he's just one of those actors that just can kind of do Anything. everything. And he's just, he's one of those leading men that you can put him into a lot of things and he fits right in because he's just your everyday looking man you know he's right you know he's not ugly by many means and he's a good looking guy but he's not like chiseled you know like a like a chris hemsworth you know or something mm-hmm. where you know he has a, a, a physique that really kind of shoehorns him shoeholds him into certain types of roles tom hanks he can just kind of just you know give him give him costume give him a script and he can kind of do a little bit of everything and obviously yeah. if you look at his his list he's worked a lot with steven spielberg Yes, yep. and, and look at Castaway. He was basically pretty much by himself. Yep. Yes. Him and Wilson. Cisco <laughs> making Wilson volleyball. Yes. To this yes. Day. That movie is what twenty years old. Yep. <laughs> twenty years old. Holy cow. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites is The Green Mile. I've always loved that movie. I mm-hmm. I don't know why it's it's so good. Stephen King adaptation. Yep. Yes. I want. Um, so you know, it's at least got a good story. Yes. <laughs> to it. Uh, even his version of the Polar Express, which is very kind of creepy animation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Polar Express is one of my favorite Christmas picture books ever i still haven't i cannot bring myself to watch the movie because it's, it's just so it's, it's it's just the way they did it because they yeah. did the motion capture yeah, it's little... but it's not motion capture in the way that it's supposed to be realistic it has a very uncanny valley look yeah. to yeah. it which is uh-huh. disturbing uh right <laughs> so, i mean tom I hanks it. is still good but disturbing to look at everybody yeah <laughs> You could just like play it and just not look at the screen and you'd maybe be fine. <laughs> I remember one time um, they had like this big Christmas festival down in Florida and they had like, those big blow up um, movie screens, you know, they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they played that on. So it was like, it was just huge. I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy seeing it huge like that. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. So he's been in some good stuff and some stuff that's like, eh, 
little sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has anybody seen Cloud Atlas? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. To. Nobody gets Cloud Atlas. <laughs> the people who have seen it don't get it. Yes, exactly. I wanted to see it because it was a because it sounded interesting and there's a lot of actors I love in it. But it's just a hot mess. Yeah. 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 Just just because the Wachowskis were able to do the Matrix doesn't mean uh, that they can do other uh, things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> uh, have, if you've ever seen Jupiter Ascending, talk talk about something you can that, that's unintentionally funny. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. But um, so let's see. Back to Tom Hanks. What's he yes. Doing? Uh, saving Mr. Banks saving Mr. Banks playing Walt Disney which who else could play Walt Disney honestly okay so when I first saw the trailer I I doubted I was just like okay he looks like Tom Hanks with a mustache that's it (laughs) but then I saw the movie and I was like okay you got me you you got it I mean he's not like a a spitting image of Walt Disney which he wasn't meant to be but it was mm-hmm. he got the mannerisms and the speech uh-huh. and, and and all of that down so i was like okay we're we're good you, you yeah. got me so yeah. and then he turns around and does it again playing mr rogers yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 like oh, you're killing me hanks yeah well yeah, it's like it's right. like he has he had a stretch there where he was playing you know real people like you know he had yeah, sully captain that, phillips yeah yeah captain yeah. phillips yep yep sully and, then, and sully and what else is there? No, Robert Langdon is not a real person. No, the poem. <laughs> nope. That's based on uh, a true story. Dan Brown novels. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah. He's he's done a good job of playing real life people. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then the production company that he has on the side man have they done a whole lot of stuff yeah mm-hmm. if if you have never seen my big fat greek wedding which which he produced oh you <sighs> need you need to do yourself a favor and watch it yes it's yes. it's kind of it's kind of a rom-com yes it's a it's a bit of a chick flick it is so funny it's more about yeah. you know your 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 dysfunctional family and just everybody has that kind of you know, has has elements of those family, or you know, two very different families coming together. It's a it's a movie. It's mm-hmm. about movie about. It's a romance. It's mm-hmm. also about families and family dynamics, and it yep. is just it's yep. a good one. So please, please, if you see nothing else in your life, go watch my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> he also executive yep. produced both of the Mamma Mia movies too. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, again, a- you watch those just because they're ridiculous. You watch mm-hmm. them for the ABBA music. You don't watch the the plot does not matter. You just yes. watch it because you want to sing along with the cast yes. <laughs> with all the ABBA music. So, oh yes. Uh, so, oh my goodness. Um, goodness. He has, um, and he's still at it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, he's got what coming up. Um, at least according to the interwebs, um, he's got Pinocchio, Pinocchio, where he's playing Geppetto, which again, Ooh. duh, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay, that, 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 that fits. I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, those are his producer credits. We want acting credits. Sorry. Um, 
apparently he's going to be playing Colonel Tom Parker in an Elvis Presley bio hmm. movie. Interesting. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be along the same lines as like uh, our Queen and Elton John movies that we've gotten recently because it's mm-hmm. being uh, directed by Baz Luhrmann. So. <laughs> Ah, well, there we go. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, Colonel Tom Parker, he was a big part of Elvis's life, so. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, So that should be, that should be interesting. That's not due out till next June. If all goes well. Yes. (laughs) I feel like every time we talk about a film release, we're like, I have to put a little caveat on that. Yeah. So. It doesn't even have a title yet. Yeah. It's it's on IMDb's Untitled Elvis Presley Project. Yes. I think that'd be an interesting meta title name. (laughs) Where do they keep it? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks, I mean, pick a decade and right? he's, he's done a ton and been awarded all the things, like I said, you know, yeah, two Oscars, you know, so much that he's been nominated and won for, um, and then, you know, his kids have kind of gone at Colin, his son who oh, yeah. is like mm-hmm. the spitting image of him. Um oh, yeah. has has gone on to be a you know just as uh, a notable actor, <laughs> you know. As soon as he stepped foot as guest star on NCIS, my mom's like, is that Tom Hanks son? I'm like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so and then he and, and Rita Wilson have been together for ages um mm-hmm. so. and they were first uh, they were some of the first people like celebrities to announce that they had tested positive for covid and yeah, like yes. early on the pandemic uh-huh. last year and you're like no you will not take tom hanks and rita right? <laughs> exactly <laughs> leave them alone <laughs> well they've been they've been together since before i was born which that is a long time, especially not to me, but especially for celebrities. <laughs> celebrities, exactly. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> for normal people, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. Over thirty years, the that's good. But for celebrities, the first celebrity that's couple, a long I mean, time. that's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah, they were in Australia filming the Elvis movie when it when it happened, so um, oh. they were both admitted to the hospital for a while. Um, that they were eventually released and got to go home to LA after being quarantined. Apparently, they donated their blood antibodies for virus research. So, good. Nice. Very cool. Um, and um, <laughs> this is in no way meant to be political, but apparently, in 2004, while visiting the touring the White House, Hanks learned that the press, the press corps, didn't have a coffee, a dedicated coffee pot. So he donated an espresso machine. 
Oh, wow. And he's donated so, two more since then. Nice. <laughs> he's like probably a hero to them now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't care where you stand politically. You just know that that's a job where you need to be awake. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you, and you up and working at crazy hours. You need mm, to think straight. Yeah, because news yeah. happens at all day, every day. So, yeah. um, and I think to no surprise at all, he's also a big supporter of the space program. Uh-huh. Not just because he was an Apollo 13. He originally wanted <laughs> to be an astronaut when he was a kid. Um, he's a member of the National Space Society. Um, serving on the board of governors um so uh that's cool um and he's done uh he's helped he's helped produce uh some minis uh some miniseries from the earth to the moon about the apollo program he's co-produced uh an imax film about the moon landings he's done voiceovers uh for uh, uh, film at the Hayden Planetarium. <laughs> cool. And then he cool. also did something about the Beatles and their trip to America, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and um, I will. I will put a link to the episode, hopefully. Um, in the show notes, if I remember, but you have to listen to him, his interview on Alan Alda's podcast from oh, last year, a yes. couple years ago. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, and it, he talks a lot about, again, this is Tom Hanks. He's America's dad. So he does very dad things. He <laughs> is a huge fan of typewriters. Mm-hmm. and nice. collects them and uses them oh so awesome. on so a I, regular yep. if you were to get mail from tom hanks more than likely it would be typed out on a typewriter <laughs> so oh, he so actually cool. wrote uh, that, that reminded me he wrote a, a book that's like i can't remember what it's called now, uncommon it's, type that one yes <laughs> and on the cover there's a typewriter and and it even says in the description because uh, you know that that book was on hold a lot at the library when it first came out. So I saw it a lot and I was like, Oh my gosh, he writes on a typewriter. What is this man? Anyway, <laughs> what, what are you? He is America's dad and he does dad things like mm-hmm. collects and uses typewriters. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. And there's even a, I think he's at, I don't. Yeah. There's an app. Yeah, he in 2014 he released Hanks Writer, so H A N X Writer. It's a map, an app, um, meant to emulate the experience of using a typewriter. All Ooh, right, that's then. how much he loves. <laughs> you gotta have your typewriters. Yes, yeah, he is America's dad. That's all there is to it. Right, so. like, that is definitely something. Yeah, it, it's going to be a while before we get to talk about him and let, on on Gold Standard, unless somebody requests, you know, something besides Forrest Gump or Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I might just have to request one. 
Yeah. <laughs> huh? so. splash. Oh, yes. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. And of course, we, right. you know, as before oh. I draw a, another name, we can't uh, talk about Tom Hanks and not mention David S. Pumpkins. Any <laughs> questions? <laughs> It's like, and David S. Pumpkins is his own thing. (laughs) I'm David Pumpkins. I know, but like, who are you? I'm David Pumpkins, man. Okay, yeah, yeah, and David Pumpkins is his own thing. And the skeletons are. Part of it! Why are, are you a part of this ride? To do this! What's my name? David S. Pumpkins! Any questions? Yes! Several! I mean, what he has a middle initial now? I am so in the weeds with David Pumpkins! Babe, don't let David Pumpkins ruin your night. <laughs> oh my goodness. Best Halloween skit ever. So dope. I dropped it. There we go. <laughs> I can't read it if I drop it. You're not in, not psychic. You can't read. Yeah, you can't, you can't look through the paper and you know X-ray right. vision it. Yeah, no, sorry, not so much. Oh yes, and he's also in the uh, quote-unquote Hall of Fame at Saturday Night Live. He has hosted ten times. <laughs> One of few people that is in double digits for hosting. Anyway, moving on to our next person. Oh, this should be fun. Hold on, let me pull up. Oh, wow. Let me pull up this person Mm. so I get the clues correct. So this actress (laughs) is English is a comedian and dramatic performer um, born the 5th of December 1969. Um, She too is an award winner for several things that she's done. Um, born in Bloomsbury and raised in the Brunswick Center. Her mother was a florist. Uh, she did not know her father, as apparently he took off when she was very, very young. So she ended up being cared for by her mother, grandmother, and godparents. Um, so dramatic and comedy mm-hmm. um, uh, 
Girls. Oh, let's see. That one's too young. Um, um, she's one. Um, obviously, she's a Brit, so she's won <laughs> a lot of British awards. BAFTAs um, and stuff like that. Yeah, British mm-hmm. Comedy Award. Um, National Television Award. Um, an International Emmy. Uh, BAFTA for TV. Um, so yeah, she's more known for TV than film. Okay. <laughs> uh, Looking at her filmography, not... yeah, there's not really there's nothing there that I've seen. Actually, um, I know her. Yeah, I know her most from from TV. Hmm. More than more than anything. So. Um, both appearing in person and doing some voice acting. Uh, oh, is it uh, Catherine Tate? Yes! Okay! Oh, nice! Because I was like, well, first off, it's Coleman. <laughs> like, uh, but no, yes, it is Catherine Tate. Yes. Donna, you might know. <laughs> yes! Oh. I, I'm going to say my favorite companion of New Yes. Down. In fact, the, the the funny thing about Donna, because um, when I was watching Doctor Who for the first time and you know binging through everything that had been up to that point, mm-hmm. you, know, you see her in Runaway Bride and you're like, okay, I hate you because yes, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched it like right after the whole thing with Rose and you know Bad Wolf so and, I, and all yeah. that, and I'm just like, I hate my life, and I'm like, so anybody that I would have seen after that, I'd have been like, I hate you. Um, and then you know then i watched through the season with martha and martha was great and i loved her and then it's like oh it's you oh okay well i'll watch it anyway and no you just fall in love with her Mm -hmm. yes yes she's she's not as screechy as she starts out to be no and Mm -hmm. it's just and And what really sold the fact that she told me was go ahead you know that she was searching for the doctor after the first adventure, and that whole mime scene. Oh yeah, yes. partner's crime, crime. Yes. That just and it's like okay. And it's yep. like her, she and David Tennant are just bouncing off each other, and it's like yeah. that was like the perfect, you know, you know. I'm not meeting with you, sunshine. I'm not meeting with you, sunshine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! But then if you if you think if you think well, you know, she's. She's good with David Tennant, but um, you gotta listen to her big finish, Donna Noble. Um, oh, yes. One where where it's just yeah. her, and she kind of has a little companion of her own because <laughs> um, yes. it's like after it's like between it takes place between. Um, she's still traveling with the doctor, obviously. Yeah. You know what happens at the end, um, but she's like, but the doctor like leaves her at home to kind of talk to with her mom and 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 deals deal, deal with some stuff there. And she ends up on this big adventure, and she has a, a bit of a, a bit of an adventure with that. And it's just, yeah. So, and it's it's great. I mean, it's Donna, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, she's she's wonderful. And I was, yes. I was so sad because she came to to Fanex the year that a- that Alex was born. It was like right after he was born, and we weren't gonna go because I just had a baby, and I yeah. was not taking my child into. But I was, oh, but she came. You. 
yeah but she came that year and i could not and i so wanted i wanted to get an autograph but i couldn't find anyone to like you know get it for me oh i was there but anyway but oh gosh she's just she's wonderful i i love her in her and all her stuff um if you ever see the clips of of uh uh with you know as with her her nan character or um lauren, lauren cooper lauren, lauren am i bothered yeah look yes. at my face is my face bothered yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. i mean that's a, just her using yeah. bothered so uh-huh. much that bothered ended up in the oxford english dictionary that nice <laughs> yep Yeah, so. it, it's so funny though because it's like, I, I, you know, I, I like you. I watched Doctor Who and got introduced to, to Donna and the Runaway Bride, and then you know she comes back after Martha leaves, and they weren't originally going to bring her back. If you've read um, mm-hmm. Russell T Davies' book, yep. um, he had an idea for a completely different companion after Martha. And just could not get it off the ground, so that they ended up bringing Donna yeah. back. Which well, like, well, Catherine, best, she she said, like, well, can ever. I come back and do it again? And he was like, why don't you come be the companion? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, oh my goodness, her and David Tennant's doctor are just the yes, best. Oh, yes. They are so so mm-hmm. much fun, and they're their best friends. I mean, and they you know they, they make a point to be like, oh yeah, we're, you know we're not a couple ever, and it's and it's like it could have been this old and tired gag, but they made mm-hmm. it funny. Shh. No one knows we're here. Gotta keep quiet. Silent running, like on submarines when they can't even drop a spanner. Don't drop a spanner. I know, Blue. What do you think? You are bonkers. Why? What's wrong with Blue? Is that what Time Lords do? Lop a bit off, grow another one? You like worms? No, 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 I'm unique. Never been another like me. Because all that regeneration energy went into the hand. Look at my hand. I love that hand. But then you touched it. Wow! <laughs> Instantaneous biological metacrisis. I grew out of you. Still could be worse. Oi, watch it, spaceman. Oi, watch it, Earth girl. Ooh. I sound like you. I sound like all sort of. Rough. Oi! 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 Must have picked up a bit of your voice, that's all. Is it? Did I? No. Oh, you are kidding me. No way. One heart. Oh, one heart. This body has got only one heart. I like your human. Oh, that's disgusting. Oi! Oi! Stop it! No way. I'm part time lord, part human. Well, isn't that wizard? I kept hearing that noise, that heartbeat. Oh, that was me, my single heart. Because I made a complicated event in time and space, must have rippled back, converging on you. But why me? Because you're special. Oh, I keep telling you, I'm not. No, but you are. Oh. You really don't believe that, do you? I can see, Dubba, what you're thinking. All that attitude, all that lip, because all this time, you think you're not worth it. Stop it. Shouting at the world because no one's listening. Well, why should they? Doctor, stop it. But look at what you did. No. It's more than that, it's like... 
We were always heading for this. You came to the TARDIS. Then you found me again. Your granddad, your car. Donna, your car. You, you parked your car right where the TARDIS was going to land. That's not coincidence at all. We've been blind. Something's been drawing us together for such a long time. But you're talking like destiny. There's no such thing. Is there? You're still not finished. Flat. The pattern's not complete. The strands are still drawing together. Heading for what? And mm-hmm. yeah, and you just it, so it's it's just it's just so great. And um, if you haven't got a chance to see uh, her and David in um, Much Ado About Nothing, oh, it oh, is so yeah, good. watch I, it. So yeah, so they get to be a couple, but they hate each other mm-hmm. in the beginning. Oh, that's one of my favorite Shakespeare plays, and then having Mine having too. those two play Benedict and Beatrice is just like ah. Uh, it's uh-huh. it was put those two yeah. together in, in anything <laughs> yeah. like they it was it, I think it was Red Nose Daddy where he yes, the, the, the skit in the yeah and he's the teacher and she thinks he's the doctor and she's playing uh-huh. and, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry are you talking Scottish now <laughs> no I'm talking English right don't sound like it <laughs> okay whatever you want no let's get on with Shakespeare. I don't think you're qualified to teach us English. I am perfectly qualified to teach English. I don't think you are, though. You don't have to be English to teach it. Right. Have we got double English or double Scottish? (laughs) Is your name Lauren Cooper, by any chance? Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Why? Your reputation precedes you. Any day. (laughs) So, Shakespeare's sonnets. Sir? A sonnet is a poem. Sir. Written in 14 Sir. lines, the last two Sir. of which must form a Sir. rhyming couplet. Sir. Yes, Lauren. Can I ask you a question? Not just now. Can I ask you a question now? Just wait. But can I just ask you a question? I only want to ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? I'm just asking you a question. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> what is it? Are you the doctor? <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You look like Doctor Who, though. I'm not Doctor Who, I'm your English teacher. I don't think you are, though. Lauren. I think you're a 945-year-old Time Lord. Listen. <laughs> Did you just pitch up from Mars? Don't be ridiculous. You know your house, right? What? You know your house? Yeah. Is it bigger on the inside? You'll be quiet. If you park the TARDIS on a meter. <laughs> Can we please get back to Shakespeare? Thank you. So... Do you fancy Billy Piper, sir? Right. <laughs> you are the most insolent child I've ever had the misfortune to teach. Thank you. You're pointless, repetitious and extremely dull. A bit like Shakespeare. You're not even worthy to mention his name. William Shakespeare, William Shakespeare was a genius. You, little madam, are definitely not. Now just sit there, keep your mouth shut, or I will feel you in this whole module right now. I miss I bother it. I missed above it for safe. Lauren. <laughs> Look at that, 
my face. I don't... Look at my face. Stop it. Is this the bothered face that's his before then? Right, I'm calling your parents. Are you disrespecting the house of Cooper? <laughs> Aren't thou calling my mother a pox-ridden wench? No. Aren't thou calling my father a goodly rotten apple? Lauren. But he ain't even a goodly rotten apple. Listen to me. But he ain't even a goodly rotten apple, That's though. enough. Face it. Lauren. 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 Enough. Look it. Enough. Look it. My liege. My liege. My liege. My liege. Enough. Face it. You take the high road and I'll take the low road. I'm bothered. For soup, I be not bothered. Face bothered, I didn't bother. Face bothered, Shakespeare's sonnets, I ain't even bothered. My mystery size are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done. If hair be wires, black wires grow on her head. I have seen roses damask red and white, but no such roses see I in her cheeks. And in some perfume is there more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music have a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. And yet by heaven, I think my lover's rare as any she belies with false compare. Bite me, alien boy! <laughs> Oh, and then, and then, and then even further, uh, she is playing, she's playing Magicka Dispel in the DuckTales reboot. Yep. David Tennant's oh playing, David Tennant playing Scrooge McDuck. Okay. <laughs> I certainly really, really, really want a show or a movie with David Tennant, Captain Tate, <coughs> and Michael Sheen. Yes. <laughs> she needs to come on. She, she needs, needs to, to be on stage. They need yeah, I want to be on stage. We need a third season of staged, and there you go. <laughs> there you go. But, um, so, did you guys ever see, watch her when she was on the, the last uh, couple I, seasons I, of The Office? I, I saw a few episodes because I was because I'd heard that she was going to be on it, and I never yeah. really watched the, the Office. I much. did not recognize her because she lost a lot of weight. And, and her American ex, well, no. Did no, she, she keeps her accent on the office. That's right. That's she's a, right. She's a transfer, so. That's right. Okay. But yeah, she like... lost a lot of weight uh, mm. from the end of her time on Doctor Who to being on the office. And it was wild because I just like, she looks familiar. She's kind of sounds familiar. It's like, who is this? And I'm like, oh my God, it's Catherine Tate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah, because I'd heard that she was going to be in it. And I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And it was, I mean. I ca- it took me a while to get used to the humor because I really hadn't been watching it. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she was she was really fun in that. That was yeah. that was a really that was a great one. Yeah, so. yeah, she's just she's very hilarious. talented. Yeah, she's absolutely hilarious. It's yes. it's yeah. I mean, when you think of comedy, unfortunately, you don't tend to think of women, except for. At least not as many as you would men, um, but yeah, she she's totally up there mm-hmm. as far as extremely talented yeah. comedian. I mean, obviously, yeah. as we saw her in Doctor Who, she's also very good at being, you know, dramatic. serious and dramatic. Um, yes, but you know, it's it, it's it seems like one of my all-time favorite episodes. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it seems like like her talent is it comes naturally. Like you don't really have to mm-hmm. dwell on. Oh, she, you know, she's a she's a female comedian, or you know, she's she's a, she's a woman in comedy. It's like she's, I mean, she is, but it's like it's. You, I'm not explaining myself very well, but it's like you don't really need that qualifier so much because she just commands. Mm-hmm. She has the talent, and she commands respect, and yes, and people give it to her, and mm-hmm. rightly deserved, of course. Um, 
yeah, she's 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 wonderful. I, I cannot I cannot gush about her enough. I mean, and yes, she does the dramatic of dramatic stuff too, but it's not like this. You know, sometimes you have you know comedy actors and actresses like oh now I have to be super off overly dramatic so I can be taken seriously. It just it comes naturally to her. But either way, she can do it. Mm-hmm. And it, you know you don't have to make it. It's not flashy, but it doesn't need to be. And it's just it's just as impactful as as anything that a, a dramatic, a, a primarily dramatic actor would would do. So you know, it's like you it's like you need. She needs to be in a lot more things. <laughs> she just does because I need to see her in a lot more things. Yeah. Although I guess she did, she uh, she brought back Lauren Cooper for a, a a telethon last year for the pandemic. Yeah, um, and she was you know doing the yeah, distance she's learning with David Tennant. David Tennant is her teacher again. I know. I'm like, yeah, David, <laughs> yeah, David Tennant that. keeps yeah. he keeps coming up in her thing, but you know they work so well together. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's a does... re- there's a reason when they started when they brought back the 10th mm-hmm. doctor in big finish who's the first companion they brought back not rose donna, right? donna. donna. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah but she does really well in audio so you know like i said grab her 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 big finish ra- uh Duck-tail. stuff because yeah <laughs> and ducktales is she's really good and yeah yeah she's oh i love her Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have you guys seen um back i think like the end of um russell t baby's um era of doctor who the ballad of uh russell and julie oh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah that... she plays julie and david Tennant's russell they do like a song and i mm-hmm. honestly and i'm gonna and this is this is no disrespect to david but i think she was a better julie than david was <laughs> Russell T. <laughs> just yeah. because I, I don't know. I just I just kind of bought her her Julie more than I bought his Russell. Mm-hmm. And that's not a dig against David because it was his was he was still funny. But if I had to, pay mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, good times, good times. Oh, hopefully, now that we're getting back into doing conventions, maybe mm-hmm. hopefully I'll get to meet yeah. Catherine sooner yeah than i'm later. just like well, please come be. back because i missed you the first time you came to town mm-hmm. and i had a baby i have never met excuse. her she's she hasn't come near me yet yeah. So. yeah well she hasn't done much conventions but there was like just one year that 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 year 2017 she was just kind of just kind of getting back into it or getting into it and she was just showing up at random places and just happened to be that year i had a baby and couldn't go to the couldn't go to the con yeah so it's all good. Uh, oh. All right. Good times. Good times. Uh, well, that's two good ones. Do we want to yep. stick with that? Yeah, I think I think we. That's pretty yeah. solid for us yes. for an episode. Yeah, that's a good pair. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so if we any of our, we yes. Mm-hmm. So if any of our listeners want to. Uh, chime in on their favorite tom hanks and or katherine tate moments roles whatever um or just anything we've talked about really on this episode drop us a line at the uh, five-ish fangirls at gmail.com 
and also visit our website, which is the5ishfangirls.com. And so you can find links to all of our social media stuff, um, to our YouTube channel. And um, you can leave comments, feedback on like Facebook and wherever. You can also find links to where you can download the podcast, which is pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. There, there we are. And also find um, where you can support the podcast. We have Patreon. We have an Amazon store and an Audible affiliate link. And we have merchandise as well. So mm-hmm. check that out. And thank you always for your support, for your comments, for your feedback, uh, just for listening. And hope you enjoy the show. And we're still here producing it, doing what we do. And everybody, please stay safe and please stay healthy and happy and all good things wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we love you guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, all right. Well, on that note, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Tori saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Wilson! (laughs) (laughs) Now where's my Oscar? to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you. Mm